week we ran an article, week 28, titled The Significant Milestone Reached for the Gauteng Resignaling Project. Um, in today's Coffee with the Editor, I'm joined with Kevin Pillay, Siemens Mobility South Africa CEO. And uh, firstly, thank you for joining me. And secondly, congratulations on 76 of 88 stations. That's great progress. Thank you, Philippa. It's good to be here. Perhaps just for our audience, give an overview of what the project has entailed so far to date. The Kauteng Resignaling Project, and it's the modernization, the resignaling, the upgrade of the automation signaling system, including construction of a GNC and several um, track works that need to be done and overhead lines that needed to be done. Part of the Prasa modernization project that started a while ago. We are at 76 of 88 stations. The remainder of the um, station work is anticipated to be completed at the end of this year. That's what makes it quite a milestone. It's the final stretch. So we are we're really pushing down this final stretch. How is the predictability and the safety um, for Prasa going to be enhanced um, through what they're doing in the resignaling project? The project started a while ago for modernization of the rail network. And part of this modernization, an important part of it, is to improve the safety, the reliability, and actually the passenger throughput. And this is done through the introduction of modern technology. So what we have introduced here is a world-class technology, a world-class signaling system, by no doubt. And really, it's, it's something that could improve and would improve all three aspects of it for Prasa. The ultimate gain, the ultimate goal of this is to improve the railway system. And if it's safe, if it's reliable, and if it's moving passengers properly, the only other thing we have to do is improve the passenger experience. But otherwise, this is what this system or this modernization technology would have achieved. You say the timeline is 88 stations by the end of this year. Correct. It's 88 stations by the end of this year. Then there's a few stations that need to be transferred to the GNC, which is already built. The Kauteng Nerve Center, also known as a CTC control center. And that part will take another few months, probably four to six months thereafter for the final completion. I think just give us context of what's involved and why Germiston is, is, is also a milestone on its own. In an engineering context or from an engineering or technology background, you know, after you implement something, you, you go for bigger, you go for better. The more complex, the more anxiety, the more pressure on you, but also the, the challenge is bigger. And with a station like Germiston, there's a few things about the Germiston station. Firstly, is it's a very complex node. It's a junction and a node station. It links the north, being the Pretoria area. It links the east part of it, goes up to Alsberg and also to Johannesburg. So it's a very important node, a very important junction itself. It was last commissioned, I think it was in the 1940s. I mean, I wasn't around, but I understand it happened in the 1940s with the electromechanical frame um, system. So since then, it's quite a while ago, and the system has been managed by the client, but it needed an upgrade. In terms of station size, it is the biggest in South Africa, we would say. And on the continent, we would say it ranges in the biggest. Probably according to the knowledge we have, there's another station in Egypt that comes close, but I would rank them as equal. And like I mentioned, the complexity, 
A station like Germiston, it, it had normally about 780 elements and we have sort of optimized it down to 580 elements. For your understanding, understanding of, of, of people out there, an element is, for example, a points machine. It's a vacancy track detection system. We use axle counters for that. Or it's a, a signal, you know, like some people call it a traffic light. In rail, it's a signal. So we count all these elements, and this is where we come up to the 580 elements for Germiston. We optimize it down through our engineering processes, configuration. All of this is done locally through with local people, local South African engineers that are sitting there and working on this technology. It's executed by local people, local team in South Africa. Um, it's manufactured in our local premises. So everything is local in a very complex station like this. And in the world rankings, the station would also prove to be very complex. The station itself, it uses in the region of five uh, PLCs, programmable logic controllers, advanced PLCs, safety advanced PLCs. It uses about 23 element controllers to control these elements. You can set about 500 routes in Germiston. So by... A world-class standard, this does come into that category of complex stations. When will Germiston be commissioned? It's the case of implementation in the field, and we have the challenges in the field that we have, which being the theft, the vandalism, the security concerns. We also, I mean, you will have the COVID impact challenges of materials, but we are still anticipating to complete the station by the end of this calendar year. Some of the, the complexities... Um, that you guys have experienced, and again, you know, referencing the video, the videos from from the article, the client itself has experienced significant theft and vandalism, and the COVID, and the downturn in the economy. The number of challenges I think Siemens has had to deal with that nowhere in the world has probably faced. Your team's done a great job. Was there anything specific that you want to highlight? It's not just a great job. It's a fantastic job under these circumstances through a pandemic through the theft, the vandalism, I mean, through the complex local social issues that we have, also the riots that have recently happened, I mean, as soon as last week, it has impacted us. So through all of this and working in a global network also made the challenges tough. And to get to the point, and I must stress, yeah, it's not just Siemens delivering it, it's Prasa and Siemens doing this. Even the Prasa team, to, to make that change and to adapt and to do all of this together with Siemens and commission the um, 76 of 88 stations to date, get to a complex station like Germiston and still tell you quite confidently, we're going to complete this project. I think that is a magnificent challenge. And through that time, I must compliment our teams. I must compliment all our people, our engineers, our project delivery team, our manufacturing, our subcontractors, our support personnel. It is really a fantastic team of people that work together with the desire to deliver on commitments. I've heard that the Durban project has been cancelled, and um, signaling project. I've heard that the Cape Town project has been stopped. Yet here is Siemens delivering on, on Gauteng, almost on the home stretch. How, how is it that you've managed to keep things going where it seems everything else has come to an end? I wouldn't comment too much about the other projects. I've also heard the similar thing. Um, look, we have a contract with the client. And, you know, I've always stressed this. As Siemens, we had to keep our commitment with clients. If, if clients are existing and if they are delivering on the services, 
commuters benefit. If commuters benefit and this happens, the economy benefits. The ultimate goal is so that the economy benefits. And as a result, when we sit in that chain, we have a commitment with the client and a contractual commitment. We'll deliver on our commitment. If the client asks us to stop, we look at it and then we make that decision. But in this case, the client's not asked us to stop. And we have to support PRASA. We have to support them in the modernization effort. It's their duty to protect the, the rest of the rail through the future theft vandalism. And I think the minister has outlined programs to do this. But this is PRASA to protect the asset. At the end of the day, they would run the railway, right? While we are there, we've got to deliver it to them, make sure it's a safe, reliable system. And look, we're, we're doing that. As long as the customer says, go ahead, we will do that. And then you touched on riots whilst we were talking about the theft and the vandalism, which is going to have an impact on the economy, on rail, on freights, on supply chains. But I think from your position, you're well placed to kind of give some advice to the industry in general. And also, you know, what are your thoughts on it? It's not a theoretical question. It's a practical question. We lived through it. It was disheartening. At the end of the day, these are social challenges that we have to make work. And as a company and you know, someone who's been involved in infrastructure projects, I have one clear message about it. Construction beats the destruction any day. And that's what we have to continue with. This pandemic will also pass. This writing, this theft, this vandalism, that will also pass. We've got to beat that because the only thing the country needs the only thing the country needs right now is growth. We need to grow the economy. We need to prepare jobs. We need to improve education. And you can only do that by growing, not destruction. We've got to move on. This too will pass. And construction beats destruction any day. The message that comes across quite strongly is, is the commitment to the customer and being very customer-centric for both PRASA and Transnet. Can you contextualize this for me? I think passenger volumes have been down. They are lacking income. I think industries have been down from a freight perspective and we're lacking income. And I think it's very stressed organizations. And that compounded by the theft, the vandalism, the destruction in rail, I think it puts customers in a very vulnerable situation. From knowing the customer personnel, from the management structures, all the way down to operational people, to people to do maintenance. The only thing that they want is to build a railway system, an efficient and safe railway system. And this is what I've seen uh, them wanting to do, whether it's to improve the, the Joburg-Natal corridor, whether it's to improve the frequency or the reliability on that corridor, whether it's to make trains safer on the main corridors in, on Foprasa, or whether it's Cowtrain to increase the frequencies of trains and the utilization. South Africans, want to keep working to build this railway. And I think that's what we've got to keep focused on. So one of the examples, if you do look at last week and, and the customer and where the rail industry can come in, I mean, last week was a, uh, with the rights uh, I'm, I'm referring to and the looting, it jammed a lot of the main arteries, the road arteries. So what's your other option? Rail becomes a perfect option to do that. And if the rail network is working, we could supply these goods, Joburg to Durban, for example, overnight. That could happen. Around the world, it's a possibility and it happens. This is what I'd like to see in the future. I'd like to see the rail network playing as important role as all other networks. And it's there and it can be done. In the end, it comes down to my point again. Construction 
beats destruction any day. Thank you.